Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Breathe, Knit, Live Live with Anne, Alexandra, and Amelia. Anne is having some technical difficulties, but she will be popping in as soon as she gets those taken care of. And so Alexandra and I are here today and we're talking about spring. We're gonna be talking about spring coming and, and that feeling of spring cleaning and cleansing and getting new and fresh. Um, so some, some housekeeping, we are using StreamYard. So please make sure you click the link so that as you comment, we can see your wonderful names and acknowledge that you're here and answer your questions directly to you. If not, we'll just see Facebook users. So, um, and please do comment any questions, any comments, any ahas that you have as we're chatting. Um, we'd love to have your input and um, community together. So, I think that's pretty much everything housekeeping wise. And I will go ahead and hand this over to the lovely, there she is over here, Alexandra. And we're going to talk about that spring cleaning, spring cleansing. Thank you. And I'm noticing that I'm having technical issues here because my screen keeps freezing. Oh, <laughs> The electrons are being electrons, as my dad would say. Maybe my computer needs a detox. <laughs> and there's right. something head for that. Ah, oh, okay. Well, just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Your sound is perfect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it may glitch, but the sound is still there. So, isn't yeah. that interesting? Resilience is our middle name. <laughs> So welcome everybody. Yeah, I sent you a blog this week and this is an extension of that. And I really want to talk about doing a physical detox for the body. Um, I'm currently two weeks into mine. Um, with spending so long in the wellbeing industry, a couple of decades, yeah, I have lost count of how many I've done and the power of looking after your body in this way. I mean, our bodies are a detox machine. They know, they, you know, they naturally do it without us having to do very anything. It's, it, it's, that's how it works. That's how it's programmed to clean and look after itself and take care of itself. And, and there are so many things we can do to support that. And what, I am going to share today are three key areas, three key things that you can look at, whether you wanted to take one little snippet of something I shared and go try that, or you want to embrace all three of these areas and feel a really profound detox, then the choice is yours. And I want to add a little caveat to this is that I am, I'm not a doctor. I don't, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not medically trained. This is purely through being, working with, um, with a medical doctor in detox, working with Ayurvedic detox, working with all the different cultures of detox I've tried. Um, I'm sharing, I'm sharing from there. And um, this is my gift to you. So 
Why detox? Because ultimately, we are made up of our mind and body and spirit. And by just focusing on the body, by cleansing and, and helping it, we're actually supporting our mind to make better choices. We're actually supporting our spirit because by being cleaner, you're able to hear the whispers of your inner wisdom much, much, much more clearly. During detox, um, Amelia, we've been talking today about my dreams are really lucid. And that is definitely part of that process of detoxing. There's some, when we go to sleep, there is definitely a continuation of that. So, so toxins ultimately are caused by um, several, several things. But I just wanted to highlight a few things that you may not be aware of. Um, so, well, food, obviously, what we put in our body, key, you know that. And highly processed and refined foods. It's a given, we all know, we know this. Maybe you didn't know about the other external things that might be causing toxicity, like medication can. And also these beautiful homes that are being built so energy efficient are also actually the there's been science now that's shown that actually it's more toxic to sit in your home in an energy efficient home than it is in a non-energy efficient home because there is a, there's it's just accumulating so make sure your that you know the windows are being opened or you're getting out in nature just just a little little uh, you know i'm full of these little top tips and there's there's just one of them as we go so so what can you do three things and what I'm going to say isn't rocket science, but I'm hoping I'm going to inspire here. So water. Water, water, water. And yeah, and what we're talking about is so much, like you need to double what you're, um, if you were drinking two litres, drink four. Like really double what the amount of water that you're drinking and really give your body that chance to flush out. Um, if you are wanting to drink caffeine still, um, make sure you're adding more water on again. So that caffeine uh, will cause that dehydration. And so it's essential that if you wanna still keep drinking those, those drinks, that you're just, you're then gonna need way more too. So but what, I, yeah, I just had a uh, thought on that because that's something that I'm trying to do. I, I am not a water drinker. I like, if right. you give me a bottle of water, I'll drink maybe an inch out of it yep. the whole day. Like I yeah. don't drink water. And so as I'm trying to drink, I've got this cup that has measurements on it so I can see how much. Um, and I like drink four ounces and feel waterlogged. And my daughter came up with a, something that was like totally blew my mind. But she said, well, mom, you're so dehydrated and you've been so dehydrated for so long that you're probably like an, uh, an environment that has been in a drought mm -hmm. and, the, and the, the earth is, is hard. And then all of a sudden you've got this deluge of, of water coming down 
And so the water's just flowing off. It's not actually soaking in. So as you're adding water, this is just the thought. And, and what I'm trying to remind myself is as you're adding water, you've got to give it time to like make that dirt soft again because it's just a crust, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you have to continually so that the water can actually soak in, which has just been a very eye-opening and interesting perspective shift for me. That's really curious because the, the, the actually what I was going on to say was it's the, the analogy of a sponge. So when you are not hydrated enough, think of a dry crust up sponge and how the water just drips off it and flows off it. And it's going to take a while before that sponge learns to absorb and become soft and be able to take on that water and do its job. And the whole, you know, think of your whole body as like that sponge. So initially you will be going to the loo more. It will just flush through. Um, and um, I mean, we've talked about, I, talk, I talked about this in the, one of the seven habits of winter, um, how actually our water now is quite depleted of certain minerals because of the processing that goes on. So adding a pinch of Himalayan salt or um, I, I've got a, a remineralization drops that I put in. Um, just does also help situations like that because then the body sees the value in that water and goes, oh, thank you very much, and is able to process it rather than the water which is depleted could go through your body and rob your body of those minerals to rebalance itself as it goes through. So it's it's all of that taking into account. We are predominantly water. This is the key to so much. I mean, I almost at one point got tattoos on my hands saying breathe and drink water because I am that passionate about both of those. <laughs> we all need that reminder. And so what could you add to that water to just up level? So if you're already drinking decent water, what are naturally occurring foods or or herbs that support that. And I'm talking about herbal teas here, uh, nettle, uh, fennel, but actually more better than that, um, ginger, take a take an actual chunk of ginger, take an actual chunk of fennel and have it in the water and let that, that remunerate in that water and flavor it and, and give you the natural essence as opposed to a herbal tea um, and lemon. So what we're, what's happening in a detox is there's an alkalining thing that's going on. And lemon, believe it or not, is hugely alkalining. If you tested it, that, the chemist in me would test that with the litmus paper, it's acidic, straight, straight away. Oh, here's Anne, I'll just add her in. There we go. Hey, Anne. <laughs> Yay! Um, so we're just talking about lemon water, Anne. And okay, so I have some. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. And how test outside um, testing lemon with a litmus paper would show up as acidic, but as soon as we put it into the body, it shifts and acts as an al an alka 
lying. And and that's the process. The process of detoxing is is alkalining. Oh, hi, Suzanne. Oh, thanks. Oh, great. Oh, good to hear that. So Suzanne has just said these are some great ideas. Great. So, um, uh, and drinking that lemon water on the first thing in the morning. It actually, the Chinese medicine are really into that as it. Um, they talk about how that kickstarts the liver, and the liver is is a is a key part. All organs are detoxing in some way, um, but the liver, you can imagine that bigger organ is doing a lot more of that work. So a great one, lemon water. The next, um, the next thing that I want to talk about is the biggest organ in our body, which is our skin. And uh, whether you want to, how you support that skin, how you look after your skin, I'm hugging myself and loving myself right now as I'm doing that. As, 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 I, as we do that, um, we are making a huge support for detoxing our body. So um, whether skin brushing, so I'm skin brushing morning and night, and it's a, taking a thick, um, there's specific skin brushes, that, um, detox skin brushes, that's what you Google, and you flick that skin brush um, along your skin towards your heart, and that's what that's what you're doing. You're encouraging the lymphatic system to cleanse by brushing your skin and supporting your skin, and, and those dead skin cells then can be sloughed off and, and you're allowing your skin to breathe. Um, the power of an Epsom salt bath or a Himalayan salt bath or, or they talk they talk mostly about um, Epsom salt in this regard um, it's it really gets into the muscles uh, and if you can sometimes when I'm starting out on a detox I'll come out of an Epsom salt bath and, and the bath water's changed colour. It's had that much of a, an effect and it, it's drawn out so much. So that, um, and making sure that the temperature of that water is really comforting and really comfortable. Because if you're going in there with too much heat, you're going to shock. It's not going to support your system. Um, cold water showering is another option. That is uh, lymph, getting the lymphatic to kind of shock it into doing its job and kickstart the lymph. And um, that's another one. And sweating it out, you know, going for that march, going for that walk, getting the toxins moving out of your body and making sure you're drinking more water because you're sweating that out. So you're hearing me, I hope, and something's as I'm sharing something settling, and you're thinking, mm, when she talks about that one, that resonates the most. Maybe that's your one thing, your one little choice that you're going to go away with today. Um, and I'll move to the final one. This is food. Now, it's an obvious. There's a disclaimer here where only be looking at looking at the food food in your body if you're feeling well if you're actually i'm going to post this disclaimer here on 
because I'm all about that. You know, let's be really responsible here. It's If you're in doubt, go see your doctor. If you're feeling frail, unwell or pregnant, then then let's not mess with the with the food. Taking out some refined processed foods, yes, absolutely. Um, but if you're feeling fit and well and you want to look at exploring this sort of thing, um, I'm going to give you some really simple, simple things. Um, I have gone into full Panchakarma retreats where I have, um, uh, or or water fast, where I've fasted and just drunk water for three days, or um, uh, yeah, uh, into sweat lodges and sweated, been forced to sweat out toxins over a couple of days, and I, I've I've really gone to the and and the the extreme of that detox and how you feel when you come out of that is just like clarity, clean, fresh. Oh, it's it's I really it's powerful. But equally so with drinking skin, water, and food, you can still feel that element, I an element of clarity, just these little, little shifts, you can still feel something changing. So looking at alkalining foods researching that on google um i could list lots of things but but alkalining foods are um you'll probably know what they are um your your really good green veggies are the ultimate let's get more of those more of those in there fats are also our friend <laughs> like seriously guys Every cell is made up of fats, every cell in your body. And that membrane where the information passes through and share, information shared comes through this this, this um, omega-rich uh, environment. So supporting your body with fats and supporting your body with antioxidants, vitamin C, and supporting your body with immune stimulating vitamin D from the sunshine are your kind of three core go-to things. That I'm just, that there's way more to it. I'm just wanting to simplify for you guys so you can take something home here. But that's where I'd be looking. Um, and um, maybe the power of an apple I mean, the, that thing about giving your teacher an apple a day or whatever, there's something in that because there is this, um, by just eating apples and drinking water for the day, it gives your system a break. And there is qualities in those apples that just uh, really contain a lot of the really good factors we need to detox the body. So just a simple thing like that where you just, it links in with this intermittent fasting. It's become quite a... A trend and there there is having that break from food to give your system a chance to reset is yeah there's there's something in that and i'm sure you can there's a lot on intermittent fasting that people talk about but there there's a few snapshots so that's a little bit for today i could go on because i love it <laughs> yeah, but the thing is i mean you think you're done you're not because i have a million questions <laughs> Yeah, Suzanne's just saying most people are vitamin D deficient. I'm not wild about supplements. I I totally agree. I do believe that you, I mean, 
it's one of the reasons I sold my wellbeing center because I learned so much in that five years um, that, and I was selling a lot of supplements and working with, with um, some leading nutritionists. And I, the more I got into Ayurvedic work, the more I actually understood that actually, yeah, it's honing into the food to give you those nutrients more than a supplement. We can become dependent on those supplements and actually what what type of supplement is you know a magnesium as well for example there are so many different types and certain ones are absorbed better by the body than others and um it's a bit of a, a minefield so i'd be i'd be best foods with vitamin d chestnut mushrooms one of my favorite i can't get enough of them at the moment <laughs> um and uh yeah vitamin d in your um uh mushrooms are at the biggest the biggest one for that i would i would go and have a little research of that and do you know what i'll put um i'll post you some ideas following on from this that's what i'll do i love this interaction suzanne it makes me happy and and <laughs> And well, give me them. Give me the question. Okay, first one then is the last one. Uh, uh, magnesium. What should I eat to get more magnesium? Uh, um, pumpkin seeds. I. Do you know what? I'm just coming up with random, but they're the pr prime ones. Pumpkin seeds. I can do that. Um, seeds, nuts, magnesium. That's easy. Okay, okay. That was that was an easy one. Okay, yeah. so the next one. Okay. Uh, we were talking about uh, having a hot bath, and then I had a question: What about the people, and which is you know most normal people in Norway don't have a bathtub? Oh yeah, we don't have we have a shower. So you did say cold showers, so that was an alternative. That helped. Well, yeah. but but it's the Epsom salt and the drawing out that's the yeah. thing. So get um, a kitchen um, tub sink. Um, mm -hmm. What you call it, a plastic kitchen tub. Yeah. And put the warm water and Epsom salt into that and sit with your feet in it. Okay. Um, yeah. And that will, because it's the feet where it's able to do, yeah. pour out the most. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. And so you could just do that whilst you're, you know, rest, resting thing or what you're while doing. I'm knitting, right? While you're knitting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice warm foot bath while you're creating. Um, Suzanne asked compresses. Oh, compresses. The that you the patches that you put on the feet, or are you talking like Epsom salt, like making your own Epsom salt compress, scrub or com compress. Oh. Maybe you could. What Suzanne? Maybe what she's thinking is that you can use compresses to you know get that onto your skin right instead of yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but a foot bath was a brilliant idea i'll yeah. actually try that and yeah. they have they have little uh spa. machine spa things for your feet yeah. Yeah. that actually make the keep the water warm and and keep it moving oh yeah so we're going advanced here aren't we <laughs> Actually, um, you know, this is not a bad idea because uh, this is a really good idea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that out. I'm gonna let you know what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I wonder, 
Um, Suzanne, were you talking like at castor oil compresses, like that sort of thing, but using Epsom salts, soaking the compress in Epsom salts and holding it on the body? Yeah, a bit like um, a plaster. Um, there's, there's some, there are some fad products on the market always with everything where you can put these compresses, thick, like plasters, stick on the bottom of your feet and sleep mm. overnight. And I, um, I used to get given Oh, that's to try and and these to me um yeah they didn't they didn't have enough uh science behind it for me that uh, that made me think that's worthwhile for um and anything i have to wear during the night it's no point because it's going to be gone well this is it and also once it's done its job you've still got it stuck to the feet so what's the what's the saying that it's not going to reabsorb as well um once you take it yeah. that's it that's it i would never have thought about stuff yeah. like that thank you yeah cool so um so do your research yeah this is it and yeah but that's why i love that's why i love to attend courses and stuff that means that i don't have to do the initial research because what happens is that i'm inspired by someone i know that knows the stuff and they kind of point me in the right direction to where I want to do the research, right? Yeah, or right. I just ask the Alexandra, you know, and, you know, I get my answers. So yeah. I can do my research on knitting and she can do the research on this thing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you, you have to be practical, right? Absolutely. I have more questions. Okay. I, yeah. I have more questions. So you were saying that brush thing that you did, uh, moving towards the heart, right? Yes, yeah. Is that something you do only during your detox period or do you do that kind of every day? Every day, yeah. I'm always- Every I day, morning and- are you, are you actually showering every morning and evening? So this is the thing about skin brushing no you don't need to shower as well as skin brush okay i will do one or the other and mostly once once well for me once i started skin brushing it got a little addictive because the feeling is really cool uh, initially the the heart the stiff br bristles of a skin brush can be a bit like oh that's a bit painful but it's a weirdly nice pain. <laughs> oh, oh, we're going, we're going into you know behind the scenes there. <laughs> but the, the invigorating feeling you get when you've done it, like that fresh, like zingy feeling in your skin, you're like, oh yeah, that's that's really good. And that, and sometimes for me, that's better than a shower. It feels better than a shower. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking, you know, on, on my roast, I was showering, uh, you know, every morning because you had to shower before you went to work. And then I was training every day and I had to shower every after every training. And I don't do that anymore. I, I, you know, I don't do the morning every morning. So that means, and I can notice that, that my skin is completely different. It has changed due to that because it's not, you know, being forced through that water thing twice a day. So... Thanks for showing up, Suzanne. Have a good time. She oh, has to pop off. I have, yeah, I, the, I've got an internet issue because they've only just, the rest of her comments have only just popped up. Yes. Lots of love. <laughs> because, 
Yeah. And um, okay, so you do that every day. Uh, what about that lemon water? Because I came in at the end of that. Do you drink lemon water every day as well, or is that only no. through the detox yeah. period? Mostly, uh, uh, it, um, it comes and goes. And here's the thing: uh, doing something like that uh, internally, taking things the same thing for a long period of time, actually has the adverse effect and isn't as helpful mm. um it's, it's about a yeah it's about variety the body loves that variety mm. so um don't yeah it's yeah give it give it that and so i've i've over these past two weeks i've probably had it's when i felt like it um yeah when i need a bit of a a different taste of water actually to be honest yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. You're talking about variety in food. And um, I was just thinking, like, the way I eat um, is very seasonal. Yeah. It goes along with that seasonal living. Yeah. Um, during the winter, fall and winter, I yeah. am all about oatmeal. Hot, you know, oatmeal or cornmeal or, you know, um cream of wheat, you know, farina, those kinds of nice, warm, sticky <laughs> meals. Um, and it, it gets to the point, like, my husband's going, that's all she eats, right? <laughs> but then, and so he starts buying more of it. And then it, when it comes into, like, the springtime, it's like, okay, nope, done with that. And he's like, but we have all the oatmeal. Why aren't you? I'm like, because it's not the time for it anymore. Now it's time for fruits and smoothies and, you know, that kind of, so adjusting the intake with the season at hand and learning to listen to your body for that, Yeah, you know, learning to listen. It's like, oh, I need some lemon for my water this time. You know, I need some, some of this, I, maybe I need a, uh, uh, cucumber for my water, or maybe I need some strawberry in my water, or you know, listening for those cues of yeah. what feels right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And cool. taking the time to pause and listen to that is, I think the the calmness that comes with a detox for me give it kind of feeds that. So you automatically start noticing feelings in your body more, uh, wanting to honor your body more. Um, and it doesn't, it takes, you know, get, getting into these things, the first couple of days, the first week, sometimes the first two weeks, it's like, oh, okay, I'm getting into this. But the you really quite quickly, particularly with water, 48 hours, can start to feel a difference. It can really motivate you. So, um, how do you do long do you do these detox weeks so yeah i did one autumn time for 16 weeks i did yeah <laughs> and this one here now i just i just listen to my body but mostly i suppose mostly i'm eating in a i'm living in quite a, a natural detoxing way most of the time now now i've adjusted yeah I feel like I have adjusted to that. So if you're just starting on this journey, yeah, and you're just 
<laughs> dipping your toe in. Yeah. You're not going to do a 16 week detox, right? This is what, it. what would you suggest for those of us who are like, yeah, let's dip our toe in. Let's see what yeah. this, would it be a day? Would it be two days? What yeah. would be an hour? You know? <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Can I do an hour of detox? <laughs> I'm going to say yes, because if there was one thing that you added in from what I've said today into your day, that's progress. That's one little choice, isn't it? And that's cool. And maybe that's all, that's all where you're at, and that starts the journey. But what I've shared today is part of a, what I call a pre-pre-detox. So... Um, so, you know, for a week or two, if you focused on these sorts of things, uh, that would serve you really, really well. Even if you just did 48 hours in a, or a long weekend and just gave yourself a break, gave your system a break, it might then start the process of, do you know what, I might carry on or I might. Do yeah, because that. that's very often what happens, isn't it? I mean, if you get into the hang of it it takes a little longer before it becomes a habit but you're getting into the hang of it and you feel that it has a positive yeah. uh, effect on you yeah then it's more like you know if you decide you know me and my sister we have these off chocolate periods and we very often decide that you know between Christmas and New Year's, not this year, but between Christmas and uh, not not between New Year's and Easter, um, we're not going to eat chocolate. You know, it's just made me think. Chocolate is one of the things that's got high in magnesium. That's why you love it. Yeah, so you need the right chocolate. That's another discussion. That yeah, that's about. that's yeah. that's a discussion for a guest speaker that we know. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. It absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. So, but, uh, but anyway, the, because most of us we eat the wrong chocolate. Yeah, I know. We, yeah, yeah. And we decide we have done that a few years. And then what happens when you get to Easter, which is the high end of chocolate, mm -hmm. you know, together with Christmas, um, it's like I don't really want that chocolate. I've been without it for so long that you know, uh, oh, do I really want to taste it? Nah. Now, that's a, so we have gone, you know, half a year without it because it's like you yeah. just keep going, and then there is something that you know breaks the habit, and then you know, you're you're on the chocolate train again. But you know, it's <laughs> and and what you're talking about there is the mindset behind getting into a detox, and that is another podcast. That's another live. The mindset that you can bring to this mm -hmm. is, um, yeah. It's, is really powerful, yeah. Mm. And I'm quite sure that mindset can be used with something I do as well, actually. So let's talk about that at some point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. I've got my million questions answered. So if anyone else have a question, you're feel free to ask. <laughs> and if you're watching the replay, ask away. We we absolutely put yeah. it in the comments. And if you're listening, listening, just drop us an email and reply to that podcast, you know, where we send the podcast out via the email. So just, just pop us an email and yeah, we yeah get it. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Awesome. Well, thanks you, Suzanne, and everybody else who came and watched. Thank you for those who are watching on replay. Thank you for those who are listening on the podcast. Um, it's been really eye-opening and illuminating. Thank you, Alexandra, for all your knowledge and wisdom. Um, and all the small choices. All the little choices. The little choices. The little TLC, the little yeah. choices. Um, and so we would like to mention one of the little secrets that we've been hinting at. It will be showing up within the next week. And that is that as we are transitioning from winter to spring, and I just got chill bumps. I just got those love bumps that we've talked about previously. As we've transitioned from winter into spring, you know, and we're still kind of in that transition, we are coming out with the seven habits of spring. Yay! And that is going to be available soon. <laughs> we're still working on those last little... <coughs> tidbits and we've got the working through all the technical stuff and and so we were hoping to have it out today we might still possibly but we're not sure we still got some work to do um but we will probably most definitely have it on what did we say and monday early next week early yeah. next week okay yeah. so we're not going to commit on a day but early you know definitely by early next week we will have the seven habits of spring ready and available for you. And again, this is going to be that free gift to you. Um, you do need to sign up for it because it is a seven day drip, just like the seven habits of winter were. Um, and that is just our free gift to you. So be on the lookout for that. We will send out an email. We will have it out on social media when it's available. Um, and we are so looking forward to it. So that's secret number one. We're going to wait on secret number two. <laughs> but I'm hinting at it. There's another thing that's coming for you. We're so excited. That's kind of eek. <laughs> <laughs> it's excited eek. So, <laughs> so be on the lookout. Keep keep coming back. You know. Um, and uh we will see you next week on our live. So thanks for stopping by and have a great day. Warm winter blessings turning into vibrant spring blessings to you all. Lots of love. Lots of love. See you all. Bye. Bye.